everybody, welcome to Back Issues. I am Sal. I'm Ethan. And today we don't have Ben. There's no Ben. No Ben. We are Benless. Which means we lost like 50% of our subscribers. <laughs> well, I mean, people come to see your opinions. They, you think so? I'm, the arb- I'm, I'm basically their vessel. I'm, I'm just saying what they think. Right. And then... I think they, but I think they mostly care about what you think. Well, they want to hear what they remember. Right. Yeah. And then they want to hear what, and they want to hear you validate what they think. But I never do. No, it's true. But they think maybe one day we'll get to you. Yeah. So, I mean, like, definitely people are like... In little ways, I think. That's true. Yeah, no, eventually you'll be like... And especially because you're so discerning. Yeah. You know, sometimes you'll be yeah. like... It means more, right. I think, when I say, you know what, it's fine, Ben. Yep. Like, or that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. That It doesn't even bother me no. that they did that. And people are like, oh! Yeah. That must mean in, in comic bookies that it's amazing. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you I know. I like to think so. <laughs> But hang in there, because today we are honoring your request. That's right. That's right. We, uh, I, I decided to surprise Ben and Ethan with this uh, voting thing last week. I was like, hey, let's do, uh, let's make them pick right. one of two or three books. Today, thanks to you guys, we are doing, finally, some would say, <laughs> Siege by Olivier Coipel and Brian Michael Bendis. What was the final uh, tally? The final tally was 18 for Siege. 18. 17 for Secret War. Wow. And 15 for JLA Avengers. Wow. That's really tight, close. That's a tight race. The Seizures came out in fours in the first like half, and mm. then the Secret Wars just kept popping up. Yeah. And there was always that occasional J- I want to see that JLA Avengers. Yeah. A couple people were like, I think, I think at least two comments were like, I want to see Secret War, but I'm going to say Avengers yeah. JLA. I'm like, why? I saw that. Just yeah. vote for what you want to see. Uh, because they wanted to help out the little guy. It's true, yeah. Well, they love the underdog. I think as comic book readers, we do kind of always sympathize with the underdog. Yeah. Uh, so, unfortunately, we weren't able to do those other two stories, which is interesting because as Ethan was reading from the back of this trade paperback of mm. Siege, this is the next chapter right. in the ongoing saga of Marvel events that we've done on back issues. There's a lot of context. Now, you just saw a whole bunch of stuff. You were looking through it. You're like, whoa. yeah. yeah. This is kind of like a cleaning up all the shit that happened. I mean, with House of M, you lost the mutants. With Civil War, you broke up the houses. Yeah. With uh, Disassembled, there's no Avengers. The new Avengers kind of came into being, but then Civil War kind of fucked that up. Right. And uh, now you've got uh, Secret Invasion made no one able to trust anybody. Right. And it put uh, it gave... Uh What's his face? Norman Osborn. Norman Osborn. The keys to the family car. Yeah. Uh, he became the head of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is he changed into Hammer for no reason. And <laughs> uh, it sounds more hardcore. Yep. It's more aggressive. Yeah, and it introduced the idea of a supervillain Illuminati. Right. Uh, the Illuminati. That they call, swear to God, that wasn't me. No. They didn't call it that in that the books, can't, but oh, the writers okay. were like, oh, it's the Illuminati. Um, and I'm like, did, what did they call themselves in the books? Nothing. Because, oh. I mean, they're just a bunch of egos. They're just like, right. they're not going to name them anything. No. Right. And Norman Osborn's like, look, I'm the face of this organization. Right. And I'm also the green fucking goblin and a crazy <laughs> asshole. Oh, my God. And there's so many great moments where, like, because it's Doctor Doom, it's Loki, it's Emma Frost from the X-Men. Like, now, how is... How is um... How is Norman Osborn, like, on top of Dr. Doom? Well, he's not. Oh, okay. But he thinks he is because he got to be put in charge of S.H.I.E.L.D. and because he's an egomaniac. Okay. Dr. Doom is just like, I'll work with you because you have a position of authority that will help me get what I want. But I'm not your partner. I'm not subservient to you. And, in fact, it's because of Siege that they split up. Like, Dr. Doom's Mm -hmm. like... I'm not. I'm not backing whatever your whatever your plan is. And Osborne's like, but I'm in charge. 
And Doom's like, in charge of what? I'm actually a monarch. You're in charge of dick. <laughs> Osborne has his own... Uh, remember the Thunderbolts? The idea of like... Yeah. Yeah, the... A bunch of supervillains that... supervillains that were doing good because they were forced to because of mind control. Yeah, yeah, thanks to Civil War. Right. Before that, there was a Thunderbolts team of supervillains that had, like, pretended to be superheroes when the Avengers and a bunch of other characters had died. Oh. When Osborn takes over Hammer, he, uh... We'll just say S.H.I.E.L.D. from now yeah. on. When Osborn takes New over S.H.I.E.L.D., he, um... He promotes the Thunderbolts to the Dark Avengers. The Dark of it? He calls them the Dark Avengers. The book calls it the Dark Avengers. Like the bad Avengers? Well, like the Avengers that are willing to do dark things. I and see. they're also all bad guys, but they're right. being ma they're masquerading as the Avengers. The only difference is they're not really masquerading. Some of them aren't. Uh, there's a there's a woman named uh, Moonstone. She's like a bad guy. She's like a hard ass. And she becomes the new Ms. Marvel. Uh, uh, Venom uses, like, takes some kind of magic pill that makes him not big and scary. So he looks like Spider-Man. the teeth? No, the teeth, like, recede into his mask. Why is there a pill that makes Venom look like Spider-Man? Because they want him to look like Spider-Man as part okay. of the Dark Avengers. I see. So he takes that pill. Because otherwise, they'd is be like... Is he less powerful? No. And, like, when he loses control, he gets big. Oh. He turns... He, he reverts. Yeah. He venoms out. He venoms out. out. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty dumb. So the, the Dark Avengers are kind of, like, center stage in this event. Okay. Uh, to set this up, Siege is all about the fact that, like, Asgard gets booted out of the plane of existence that it was in. Oh. Asgard is this physical plane of existence that it, that floats atop Broxton, Oklahoma. I've heard of that. I remember you mentioning that yeah. many years ago. Many years ago, yeah. yes. They uh, they did that. Well, what happens to the people who live, like, under it? They just live there. In they the just, shadow Yeah, they're of... like... Mm. Thankfully, it's Oklahoma, so there's not much there. Right, it's not a huge... And they kind of, like, work it in. You know, they make it, they, they make it into, like, a tourist attraction. They kind of, like, make merchandise <laughs> uh, out of the deal. Yeah, right, that's not bad. They, they make lemonade. Right. Loki is a part of the Illuminati. Okay. And at the beginning of Siege, he's Makes like, okay, easy. Osborne, so now that you're in charge and I helped you achieve a few th things, mm -hmm. I want you to get rid of Asgard. Oh. Asgard shouldn't be here. It's unnatural. It's not supposed to be here. I want you to use your connections and your your Dark Avengers to lay siege to Asgard. So Osborne's like, all right. So he goes ahead and he rallies the troops. Now on the Dark Avengers, you've got uh, you got Spider Man, you've got Wolverine. Wait, who's Wolverine? That's Dokken, Wolverine's bisexual son. Wolverine has a son. Yeah. Oh, and he's a bad guy. Kinda. <laughs> Sometimes. He's a dark. He's a character. dark Wolverine. Yeah. So Osborn gets his Dark Avengers together. Okay. Which also includes the Sentry. Now, the Sentry is an an integral part of this whole story. What's a Sentry? The Sentry is the Superman-looking character right there. Oh. Uh, his name is Robert Reynolds. Where he was the idea. Uh, he was the a concept by uh, Paul Jenkins, an author for Marvel and other various stories. And the idea was that, like, he's like Superman if Superman had agoraphobia and multiple personality disorder. <laughs> he has multiple personalities? Yeah, kind of. He has, like, two. The Sentry has such power. He has the power of a million exploding suns or some such nonsense. And he, what does that mean? It means, like, imagine the energy output of a million exploding suns, and that's the much... That's a, that's well, that would obliterate the Earth if he right. even unleashed a fraction of a percent of it. <laughs> well, certainly, but he can harness it and, and channel into punching a guy or flying. 
with the power of a thousand suns. <laughs> yeah. Again, the he would obliterate heat generated by just wielding that much power. Yeah. Well, maybe he's like maybe one of his powers is that he can focus the power or contain it, and so he only uses like. This is point zero 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 one percent of that power I see. to appear superhuman instead of a world destroyer. He would only need the power of like one sun. Oh to yeah, be to be really powerful. <laughs> yeah, but he's got a thousand. But he's got a thousand. So. It's freaking awesome. But the other, the the, the how yin, do they measure that? How do they even know? I don't know. How much <laughs> he looks pretty powerful. I'd say about as powerful as a thousand. That's suns. pretty much it. I mean, it's more like a name. It's more like I like, see. like uh, Superman, like the last marketing. son of Krypton. Like right. no, you're not. It's like something but, his people came up with. Yeah. Put out on the interwebs. Yeah, exactly. His PR folk. Like, he's got the power of a thousand exploding suns. And only physicists were like, ah, uh, that's pretty fucking dangerous. <laughs> As opposed to the average layman who's like, cool! Yeah! The yin to centuries yang is, for every great deed that he performs, there is an opposing force within him called the void. It's his greatest nemesis that does great evil. So everything that he does is proportionate to the amount of evil that his counterpart does. The Void. The Void is, like, personified by, like, a dark... And when I say dark, I mean, like, a shadow man with, like, a trench coat and a hat. And he's like, meh, I'm, like, the Void, and I'm, like, the Sentry's main bad guy. And it turns out that the Sentry and the Void are the same person. Uh, so you don't know that it's, like, a reveal. Well, it, no, it's revealed well in advance, before okay. Siege. Um, right. In fact... It's the thing that keeps Sentry from being a Machina every time they need a problem solved. Because they added the Sentry to the New Avengers. Okay. And it's like, you got Luke Cage, Spider-Man, Daredevil, Captain America, but, like, what happens if Galactus attacks? Well, we got Sentry. Right. But we can't have Sentry solve all of our problems, so Sentry's always like, Oh, but if I save the day, the Void will come and make an even worse day happen. Right. That's friggin' confusing. It's very confusing. It was really distracting, and it really caused a lot of problems. So he's not any good at all, because if he if he does any good, it's just going to generate more problems. Well, the, the way that they tried to combat that was by convincing him that he's in control of both. So as long as Bob Reynolds, the Sentry, is aware of himself, he can always keep the Void at bay. So he can be a hero and also keep oh. the Void from... So they use psychology to kind yes. of... Yes, and in fact... It's Norman Osborn that winds up actually controlling the Sentry. Oh. Because Norman Osborn's like, I know what it's like to have a demon inside of you that like wants to ruin your reputation and destroy the world. Mine's just called a goblin. You know, but I know how that feels. And right. so he appeals to him on like a really yeah. humane level. But he level. doesn't do it. He's, no, he's he, just a big liar. He just he just kills people and stuff. Yes, but the Sentry is a rube. So he's like, like, oh, okay, you'll help me. Well, also, the government put you in charge, so clearly you can't be that bad. Right. Okay, so I'm looking at this picture of people in Avengers Tower. Mm -hmm. Is this Norman Osborn? Yes, it is. He's wearing an Iron Man suit because when Iron Man took over S.H.I.E.L.D., he used S.H.I.E.L.D. money and other things to build more Iron Man suits. So technically, all the Iron Man suits that he made after he became Director of S.H.I.E.L.D. were technically S.H.I.E.L.D.'s property. Okay. And Norman Osborn, when when he got put in charge of S.H.I.E.L.D., he's like... Captain America's dead, and I need a Captain America on my team. I'll be Captain America. But Iron Man has been... <laughs> but a, in an Iron Man suit? Yeah, because Iron Man has been a symbol of strength for the U.S. government for so long now, because Iron Man was in charge of S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. I'll use Tony Stark's like power and weapons, but I'll paint it red, white, and blue and be the Iron Patriot. So the Iron Patriot from Iron Man 3 yeah. was actually invented during this story, oh. and it was actually Norman Osborn, Norman Osborn who was the Iron Patriot. 
Oh, interesting. Yeah. So who's is this Hawkeye? It's Bullseye in Hawkeye's costume. Why would he? Because Hawkeye can't miss, and neither can Bullseye. Oh, and you can't have Bullseye, a mass murderer, right, running around on your team. So they just dressed him as so, Hawkeye, so and now nobody, he's Hawkeye. Nobody knows that he's Bullseye, or no, because Bullseye because he's wearing the Hawkeye outfit. Both. Well, when you're in the outfit, I trust you a little bit yep. more. And Hawkeye himself, the real Hawkeye, uh, was too busy being a ninja named Ronin. I thought he was dead. He came back to life after House of M. Oh, that's right. Scarlet Witch put him back to life, and then yeah. he shows up later, and he's like, I don't want to be Hawkeye, but I still want to fight the good fight. What can right. I do? And they're like, well, we need a Ronin, because originally Echo, this deaf superhero that was in a Daredevil book, was Ronin. Okay. And uh, even that was a retcon, because when Bendis first invented Ronin for the New Avengers, it was supposed to be Daredevil. Because Daredevil's life has been, had gone to shit, and he's like, I can't join the New Avengers because, like, I'll drag you guys down. Because I'm, like, outed in the press as being Matt Murdock, I'm fighting that legally, and, like, my life is in shambles. I'm just really involved in a lot of shit. <laughs> so having Daredevil on your team really muddies up the waters. Right. So then, like, the plan was to make him Ronin, so that he could be Daredevil, but not have Daredevil. Uh <laughs> But then everyone guessed it was Daredevil immediately. <laughs> so then they made it up that like it was Echo wearing a man suit underneath the Ronin costume the whole time, like wearing like padding and muscle shit. Well, who is, was that? Echo is weak. Well, no, it's just that it's just that they had been drawing anatomically Ronin for several issues oh. as a man. I see. And so when they decided to change the character mid book, they were like. But it's a girl. It looks like a guy. He's got like the he's got the physiology of a man. I see. Oh, she's wearing a man suit. And they're like, they're not gonna they're not gonna buy that. And they did, I like, guess. Or or whatever. It doesn't yeah. matter. So then, like yeah. later on, Hawkeye bangs Echo, and then after Secret Invasion, they don't invite her back to the New Avengers. So like she just leaves. <laughs> and then there's just the Ronin costume in New Avengers. So like Hawkeye puts it on. He's like, sweet. <laughs> no commitment, and I get to be a new character. Okay. And Ares is like, look, as long as there's a fight to be had, I will join whatever team will have me. Right, okay. Um, but he also kind of, like, is being duped. Uh. The problem with Siege for me is the <laughs> whole catalyst for Siege. Mm -hmm. Stop me if you've heard this story before. A well-meaning superhero uh, goes out into the world, and he gets into a fight he can't handle. And a lot of people die as a result of him. So then everyone asks for the superheroes in charge to do something about it. Hmm. Like, clearly it's Civil War. But in this story, Volstog, one of the Warriors 3, who you may remember as Gimli from all the Thor movies, <laughs> he, yes. uh, being part of Asgard and being now in Midgard, he likes the stories that Thor has always had about, like, roaming Midgard and saving the day. So, like, he goes out to, like, Chicago and there's a supervillain team called the UFOs. Let's not get into them. Dear God. It doesn't matter who they are. <laughs> uh, who were orchestrated, by the way, by Norman Osborn to be there. Okay. And they put, like, explosives and shit into, like, the big like the big football field that's there in Chicago. I don't remember what it was. Okay. But uh, Volstagg, like, tries to fight these UFOs, and he winds up blowing up the stadium and killing everyone inside. Oops. Yeah. So the public Jeez. clamors to have Asgard dealt with. Uh, and that's like the inciting incident that okay. allows Osborne to get involved. Okay. To to go and wipe out yeah. Asgard. Yeah, or lay siege to Asgard. Or lay in, in any siege. case. And by the way, that all was of course the the planning of Loki. 
Loki's like, I've got it. Stop me if you've heard this before. <laughs> so Captain America shows up. Because he saw in the news that they were going to wipe out... Yeah, and they were whatever. just... They were still kind of laying low because Osborn was still enforcing the Superhuman Registration Act established uh, in Civil War. Osborn's like, hey, Sentry, enough of this. Right. So then Sentry obliterates Ares' God of War. He, in fact, pulls him in half. Yeah, I saw that. He may have he found that... Where, him in half. So everyone's like, whoa, shit just got real. Real gross. And he's like, what? Did you not want me to do that? Yeah, well, he's not even in control of himself now. Like, right. Uh, the Sentry's like, once I start cutting loose, like, I'm gone. It looks like it looks like he ripped that guy in half before the real Avengers even show up. That's right. Okay. Yeah, That's well, because Ares is like... Because Ares is like... I'll take care of it. Well, no, Ares is like, hey, what we're doing is not right. Like, he finds out that... From Heimdall, the all-seer from uh, Asgard, yes. that Osborn is full of shit and he's lying. So Ares is like, oh, Heimdall says you're lying, which means you are. Right. So, hey, let's let's do this. And then Sentry's like, no. So they try to break the siege. Yeah. And and then Sentry, Sentry breaks, breaks Ares. Yeah. <laughs> Dark Avengers lay siege to Asgard yep. over Oklahoma. Sentry rips Ares, Ares in, in half. half. And then the new Avengers show, or and the, the so Avengers the siege show. is working. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, siege Reynolds is... is like blasting through Asgard and shit. Oh. Eventually, uh, the the heroes start to lose, and Loki is like, "I made a terrible mistake." Oh, because Asgard's getting destroyed. Well, because the Sentry will destroy everything. Uh, I didn't count on the Sentry being involved. Oh, I see. So he begs, um, Odin. To release the Norn Stones, which are these like gems of power that are not Infinity Gems, okay, uh, <laughs> and gives them to the main, to the most popular superheroes on the team, okay, and boosts their power levels. Oh, so they all get Norn Stones, and then they make quick work of the Dark Avengers. I see. And right when now is that before or after Asgard? Like it's right when Asgard's about to fall. Uh, okay. That's when Osborn's like, bring down Asgard, and so. Like, Sentry just destroys Asgard. Wow. The whole Asgard. Yeah, all of Asgard. Like, the city itself just falls into the ground. Wow. Yeah. And that's when uh, Cap kicks the shit out of Iron Patriot, rips off his mask, and reveals that Norman Osborn... Is the Green Goblin. Well, is a crazy asshole who's been, like, painting his face to be a goblin the whole time. Like, everyone thought that he had dealt with... Either wasn't the Green Goblin, or had dealt with it. Had handled that stuff. But clearly he has not. No, he's still the Green fucking Goblin. Yep. And then the Sentry's evil half, the Void, takes over. And that's... Is that because he's been killing so many people? He's been like, it's really fucking unclear and really weak. Because like, I would think that the the he would come out if the Sentry was doing good stuff. Yeah. But destroying Asgard isn't really good. No, it's not. It's actually just a, a display of his power. Yeah. But he also was kind of like looking to Osborn for like grounding and advice. So now that Osborn has been revealed to be a lunatic, mm-hmm. Sentry kind of just loses himself. Um. And Osborn himself has been portrayed more as like a fanatic mm-hmm. in these books than ever before. Okay. And like he did some research or he imagined that the sentry has always existed that like the pa- like the, the void was actually like the angel of death oh. from like biblical times and that the that the sentry is like a manifestation of that okay so like he, he he's convinced that the sentry if he has no control will just bring about utter destruction so, and he kind of 
almost does. So Norman Osborn was is arguing basically that like without me, look by me using him to destroy Asgard, yep. I was keeping him under control. Yes. somehow. Yeah. It's really flimsy. Like, why didn't he just not have him destroy stuff? That probably Because then he wouldn't be able to destroy stuff. And he was starting to lose. Right, right. And Osborne's an egomaniac, so he's like, I can't lose! Right, so... I'll use my ace in the hole. Right. Even if it unleashes the Void. Yeah. Void finds out Loki manipulated everything, and then kills Loki. Oh, shit! Yeah. Shit. Well, if Loki can get blown up, then, like, any of these Avengers can get oh, yeah. killed by this Void. But then Thor just kills the sentry. The end. What? <laughs> That's really it. What is that? Well, I see earlier on he throws a hammer through. He throws Mjolnir, Mjolnir through him, him yep. and it doesn't work. No. So, but then it, he does. But then he calls him. down the thunder. Oh. And the lightning. And in fact, as the void is starting to wreak more havoc, mm -hmm. Reynolds' personality is starting to eke through, and he's like, You have to kill me. Uh, like, I have to start... So he's, like, kind of, like, trying to give him... Like, I'm sure if you justified it in some way, he's, like, creating weak spots okay. or, like, powering himself down a I little see. bit. I see. Yeah, it looks so, like at one point he sets off, like, a nuclear explosion type. Yeah, it's just him deal. blowing shit up. And then he says, kill me, as he morphs back into the spider creature. Yeah. And and then Thor beats him to death with a hammer. Well, no, he... he, he... Well, he calls down thunder, and then he's... There's a panel where he's like... Yeah. But he hits him and l shoots lightning into him, so uh. he cre he makes him into a skeleton. Oh wow! Yeah, when I first read this, I had no idea what happened, and then the bottom right hand or left hand <laughs> corner of the screen, there's this skeleton. I'm like, oh, oh we skeletonized. Yeah, him. which is something you do when you yeah. don't want to show a dead body. You show right. a skeleton. You show a skeleton. So then uh, he picks up his skeleton, throws it in the sun. Because he's got the power of a thousand exploding suns. It's right. like pulling, bringing it all back. Well, that wouldn't even do it then. No. You need a thousand <laughs> And I guess the regular Avengers are back in action? Yes. They put Steve Rogers, formerly Captain America, in charge of S.H.I.E.L.D. They're like, well, oh. you know what? Maybe we should have just done this in the first place. <laughs> even though he was against our registration act, yep. which is still in effect, right? Oh, no. Right? He d well, he goes... Uh, I'll take the job, but I, I want I want one favor. And the president, who is clearly Obama, is like, what? And then it just in Times Square, there's that big ticker, and it's like, Superhuman Registration Act thrown away! And let's forget that that ever happened! Yay! That was easy. Right? And uh, everyone is glad-handing and buddy-buddy. Tony Stark and Captain America are like, it's not going to be easy, but we're buddies again. And you're like, but... Stark fundamentally believed in the same <laughs> and it made sense. You could just throw it away. Yeah. Like, Why wouldn't the people who supported it still be like, well, no, now more than ever. Yeah. We, we have all these Asgardians running around, and one of them killed thousands of people <laughs> in a stadium. And you're going to just, what, let them run around because Captain America doesn't want his friends to be on a list somewhere? <laughs> yes, that's what happens. And, oh, Captain America gives the mantle of Captain America to his former partner, formerly the Winter Soldier, Bucky. Hmm. He's like, you're Captain America. I'll be Steve Rogers, director of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, okay. And that ushers in the heroic age of the Marvel Universe, which is very aheroic. The heroic age? Yes, where everyone's I mean, kind of making... the heroic? Yeah, but this time everyone's making friends. Like, it's been a long time since everyone right, stopped being well, friends. Well, everything's been fucked up for yeah, a long time. Yeah, it's been fucked up since, like, 2004 or yeah. 2006. So, like... So when did the heroic age start? When was this? Like, 2010? Oh, okay. 
So it's been in a coral cage for a little while. Yeah, for like four or five years. I guess that's over now, though. Now that oh, no, destroying it, planets. Oh, it ended like real fast. Real fast. Oh, no, the hero, the heroic age is so funny. It's such a fucking contradiction. Because, like, Captain America's like, we're friends and everything's going to work out great. And then the first story in the heroic age, at the end of it, Captain America joins the Illuminati and grabs an infinity gem. And he's all like, okay, let's keep this shit a secret. And you're like, what? 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 Why would Steve Rogers do that? Because he's like, look, you can trust me, I'm Steve Rogers. You should have just... You should have trusted me in the first place. Yes. So this would have happened. Yeah, except... Here, let me show you. We know what happens power. to that, because then he tries to put the Infinity Gems together, and then and, make the incursions go right, away, and, and then they kick they, him out. And they blow up. Yeah. So there you go, back issues, Siege. Two out of three. Back issues, fan service episode. It is. is now, if you didn't like it, completed. blame yourselves. Not my fault. Yeah, <laughs> or blame all the other people who outvoted you. Yeah, I'm sorry. I think every month, every like month or so, maybe we'll do a, a decision. A fan choice. Yeah, let yeah. us know in the comments down below. Would you like to see that? Check us out at the Garden State Comic Fest in two days. That's right. At the Morristown Hyatt, uh, we have a panel going to be taking place at 11 a.m. in Morris Room B. There should be some signage to tell you where to go. Yeah. Anyway, thanks a lot for watching, everybody. I'm Sal. I'm Ethan. Later. <laughs> I got. <nothing laughs> I was waiting for Ben. I was like, and I'm uh... Uh...